these niggas can catch me if they can. My, you ain't getting nothing. You're not getting nothing. The healing is a continuous thing. You do not just be six months. Or better, no. A trauma, it's like a, to me, a trauma in your life is literally like a, a print on your soul. We know that cooking, cleaning, and the WAP ain't keep your grandfather or your father home with your mom or your grandma. Where your daddy? Where your daddy at? With his new baby. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Uncensored Podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Zakia. Welcome back. New Year. We took a great break, girl. Got our lives together. Hey. We're not really like alive. Our lives are together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding on by it. No, but uh, we took a little break. Um, this is the first official episode of the year, 2022. Please do this well. Um, every episode, if you guys are new here, we do our check-in. I want to check in with you, Erica. How are you doing, girl? What's going on? Uh, <laughs> I know, I know that the year just started, but I'm just start mad February first <laughs> because this, think it's fair. January was a trial period. You know how you do the little 38, 30 day free trial? That's what this mm-hmm. was. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna just, 2022 February 1st because they got real ghetto okay I think that's fair I think you should be able to do that I think everyone had that moment I think a lot of people are feeling that to be honest like since like 2019 January has just been dragging the bitches like we like wait I'm not ready yeah that's fair it's fine I'm still in the bed I'm still in the bed so I'll come out of bed in February 1st that's fair okay how about you? Oh, well, uh, COVID is real over here, you know. Um, we're in quarantine right now until um, my son's school closed down. And, unfortunately, my oldest son had got COVID. Um, he's doing better right now, but it's just, like, it's ghetto. Yep. It's I'm ghetto. Good. I'm where, And, you know, I'm keeping it, but I'm going to keep it, you know, I'm keeping it honey with y'all. The, the stressful, stressful part about this is missing work. And right now, there's no more COVID pay. So I'm going without pay right now. Um, luckily, I have savings, all the good shit and support. But it's just, it, I can't help but keep out the parents, other mothers, other fathers that are dealing with this and are really not dang shit. They ain't got no stimulus check. It's ghetto over here. America is fucking trash for this shit. Like, motherfuckers are missing work. I just got an email just now saying that next the friday of january 28th and then february 11th or something like that they're going to do three hours on fridays only for school because of the how low staff are because of covid's hit and people are calling off people are not there they're low staffed and so now they're gonna cut school days short instead of fucking making the kids go virtual just go virtual for two weeks it's ghetto it's real ghetto it's ghetto um it's real ghetto so Shout out to the teachers out right now, the mothers, the teacher mothers. <laughs> it's a lot. Look, that's it. Just take a sip. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Um, pray for us. So, but anyways, I'm just happy to be back because we got so much shit to catch up on. But first thing first, <laughs> I want to do our Black Excellence of the Week. Um, normally, we do Black Business, but today I'm doing a Black Excellence shout out. Um, more and more of an event, a virtual event. Um, post data real quick. 
Black Excellence, I want to give a shout out to a couple of Black doulas that is hosting this virtual Zoom event for Black mothers. This space is open to mothers, current mothers, mothers or uh, birth workers, people that want to become mothers or pregnant, people that are pregnant already. So, um, but mainly women of color, so Black women. Um, it's going to be a virtual event called Hey Mama, Welcome Winter. So it's kind of like a reset for the new year to kind of set your, your standards, your um, your goals, and to meet new mothers, and just to talk about everything that's happened over the couple of years as far as when it comes to COVID, being pregnant during COVID, as well as motherhood, parenting, virtual learning, all the above you can think about. And it's free. So like, I want to share this resource to our listeners. Um, if you, all you need to do is follow our girl, Kaya. She will be on the show eventually, one of these sites. Can't wait to have her at the gift. Our girl Kaya, um, her Instagram is at growing through it through underscore it, and she'll send you a Zoom link so you can chime in on Sunday. It's going to be January this Sunday, January 23rd from 5 p.m. to 8:30 p.m. Central Standard Time, and just come on with an open mind. Um, this is a free space, uh, a free space, sorry, a safe space. It is free, but it's a safe space for women of color just just to be open, welcome healing, welcome advice, welcome friendship, and any support that might need it. These three uh, black women are coming together. I think it's such a dope thing they're doing. And so I'm excited to support. And we support it here at the Unsister Podcast because, you know, we're brothers. And we always deserve a safe space to kind of just connect and grow. So please follow them. Check out the Zoom. Hit her up. And she'll give you that link and on Instagram. All right. So let's go ahead and move over to our pop culture segment. Um, make sure you follow us at the Unsister Pod. Um, on, sorry, on Instagram and on Twitter at UncensoredPSTD. Please send in listener letters to our Gmail at theuncensoredpod at gmail.com, and we would love to discuss this on the show. Um, so let's start off with, girl, it's a lot. First of all, it's a lot to catch up on, okay? We may go. We may go. Um, it's a lot. That's all I got to say. It's a lot. Y'all been show y'all asses. The block is high. Again. You know, we do. We gonna start off with. We gonna do our. We gonna do our business first. We gonna handle the business when it comes to the COVID. Um, if y'all know this in Chicago, starting January third, they were required. I think January third. If I'm correct, let me make sure I say that right. Yeah, starting January. What day was that? Yeah, January third. The city of Chicago requires pay, uh, people of certain indoor spaces to be vaccinated against COVID nineteen. So that means that if you go to places like indoor dining, indoor fitness, indoor entertainment, whether it comes to venue for concerts, food, all that stuff, poetry, they are requiring you to show a vaccination card that you're fully vaccinated. I decided to get fully vaccinated, not because of those reasons, but I got fully vaccinated because I work at a school with these germy ass kids and people. I love kids, but it's so germy, it's so, it's, everyone's not wearing masks, we're, it's just, it's, it's a really, it's really rough right now in the school district, and I think everyone can agree to that, so I decided to get fully vaccinated, I don't see myself doing the boosters yet. I just got vaccinated, so I'm gonna just see what happens with that. Airports are awesome, Chris. I mean, I, I get what they're trying to do. I think that the shit is stupid for multiple reasons. Um, I am fully vaccinated. I'm only fully vaccinated because that's the only way my direct deposit is gonna continue to come through my account. Um, if it wasn't for that, I probably would not have gotten vaccinated. But I, I need. Hey, I live. Period. I live, and I got to have my money. 
Um, mm-hmm. to money. <laughs> I think that the shit is stupid for so many reasons because even if you're vaccinated, just like fucking Lori Lightfoot is vaccinated, but she just got fucking COVID. She um, did. That was drug at all. You're vaccinated, you might not be sick, but you can still pass shit to other people. So it's like, yes. fuck yeah. Like that's dumb as hell to me. Uh, how are you going to force me to inject somebody something into my body in order to go spend my money somewhere? dumb as hell um if anything they could say hey you need to have a negative covid test i could see that but like i'm fine with that i'm fine with a covid test within the last 28 to 40 you know 24 to 48 hours something like that i'm fine with that hey i'm all for that but to force someone to get vaccinated if it's against their beliefs i don't see why you should do it especially because the vaccine vaccine vaccinating jesus vaccine does not protect you from getting it or spreading it it only protects you your body when it comes to you getting it and affecting your body so harshly however i'm running into too many cases right now people are fully vaccinated that is getting very sick like my teacher got very sick there's a lot of people around me that got very sick so it's like eh, what did you is put it because she got sick and she got COVID again. She got the Omarion variant and that motherfucker out here like that. Marion, look. Omarion. Bring your... You should have just came here and set your ass the fuck down. So what you do right now is you're touching everybody. Touch. Like, you really literally spreading so fucking fast and it's getting annoying to the point that it's inconvenient. And now that you done, like, I just... I, my best ain't made. I, I want to do something. And the things I want to do also require me to be fully vaccinated. What I wanted to do requires a full vaccination in Chicago. So it's like, damn, and you dead ass can't go nowhere now in Chicago. Because I remember this shit happened. When was this? Oh, shit. Back in October. I remember back in October, I was vaccinated, fully vaccinated back then. And I had a, I was trying to go to a bar in Boys Town and I couldn't get in. Nowhere. And so it was just one of those things. So it's like, damn. But anyways, yeah, Chicago, yeah, COVID, look. And then, COVID. like, I don't understand how, like, you have to be fully vac. I believe you have to be fully vaccinated in order to go to the United Center to go, like, to the Bulls games and shit like that. Yeah. Kyrie fucking Irving does not have the fucking vaccine, and he was just in the fucking United Center playing the Bulls. How the fuck did he get in? How the hell he get in? And I can't That's get That's a good question. He, I'm paying to fucking come here and I can't get in if I ain't vaccinated but this nigga could just waltz through because he a fucking millionaire right. I think it's a good question Erica that's a real good question question to answer to um, you already know how it is with money it's so like I'm not in a tax bracket know. right <laughs> I'm not in that tax bracket to not be vaccinated right now. I'm sorry. use the I'm fuck sorry. out of me with my broke ass <laughs> look we ain't there yet Erica it's okay you know we'll we, we be fine but um yeah my only thing is when it's whole covid shit covid is still alive and rampant and the united states is acting like the motherfucker gang here oh yeah especially state of illinois the state of illinois is definitely like this which i'm kind of surprised they haven't shut the schools down yet because nice. erica when i tell you it's a shit show it's ghetto my son, daycare just had to shut down a couple weeks ago for that shit like the daycare Third time his preschool done closed down since November, girl. And they quarantined for 14 days. They do the full 14 days because they're babies. And I get it. They can't even get vaccinated. So it's like they don't play with that shit. So it's three times a 14-day period this daycare been closed down. Wow. It's just, and then you expect parents to what? Y'all don't stop the 
the child care tax in December, ain't no stimulus checks. And mind you, the child care tax was, um, shit, they make your taxes lower this month, this year. So it's like, really wasn't helpful? Really wasn't helpful? Gave me my shit this year like don't i would just chill like just run my tax money because i already need this shit during the year that shit was extra money which was dope but still like stop playing with me but my thing is my I, in all seriousness like america just we look real bad to other countries when it comes to handling this covid shit we look real ghetto we like we poor we like we need money girl like they looking at us like girl are you okay it's okay we got to check because you look like you need it like that's how we look right now to these other countries and it's sad yeah so Get, you know, stay masked up. And I'm big about masks. Let's keep that clear. We're big about covering that shit up. Oh, Cover your face with masks. Because that's another thing I have a problem. I see too many motherfuckers without no damn mask on. That's it or not. Put a mask. Put a mask on. What did you say? I was just at the doctor and the, the nurse had to ask this man like three times, please put your mask over your fucking nose. Like, nigga. Don't nobody want your germs? Not in a doctor's office. Take your germy ass. <laughs> Put your shit over your nose. COVID's like, real. Don't get that twisted. It's fucking real. It's just these regulations and restrictions don't make fucking sense to me, to us. So I gotta handle that real quick. Uh hope Lori, Miss Lori is doing okay. We're gonna move on to something even more fabulous that happened over the years. I'm just gonna say one thing. City girls up. City girls up. They yeah. they let's take a picture. Let's take a look at these couple pictures I have to really show up real quick. I want to take show a couple oh. pictures. Let's look at that picture. Look you see the leg? Carissa. 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 Let's take one more, one other picture. Oh. Look at that. Oh. Look at Diddy smile. Let me clink my glass with them. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. For our, for our, for our uh, YouTube watchers, cheers! Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Carissa, look, girl. No, you didn't. You did it. You did it, sis. You you talked about what you wanted, and you got it. Um, we don't know what's going on with you and Diddy, cause she now she ain't claimed that nigga either, which is funny. Um, she do not. I saw her do an interview. Wait, I saw the bitch do an interview with Kendra G. Shout out to Kendra G. Is y'all together? No. No. She said no. An icon, a queen. Yes, sis. Yo, play these niggas. Here's the thing. I'm not mad at this because Diddy, you already know Diddy loaded. He is the ultimate sugar daddy. If you're gonna do the sugar daddy in, Diddy the sugar daddy he did with. But you know that you know that Carisha, she young as hell. Like she keeping your Diddy feeling young, you know, giving him a little fat, little cute little, little text it, you know, remind him to take his pills and shit. Like she had a little like you can take a shot with baby, come take a shot with me. Come take some can take a shot of tequila. Let's take a shot of the Ciroc. You know, she that the fun one. And she know her role. And I know he's just showering her with gifts and galore. Oh my God. Trips and boats and Lord, all the above. Lord, I done for others. <laughs> the Carissa prayer. Please. <laughs> Help. Not the Sierra, but the Carissa prayer. Lord have mercy. 
All I gotta say is city girls up. I'ma leave at that. I'm curious to see what happens next. I'm just here to enjoy the ride. Carisha, our girl, young Miami girl, we love you, sis. You need to make a deluxe album and get Carisha's prayer on her deluxe album. That's all I got to say. That's it. Carisha's, ooh, I love that. I love, you hear that summer after? I love that idea. Let's get that. Let's record that. Um, yeah, we needed this. We needed this, uh, especially after it happened with, with, I don't really claim Danny Lay, but that shit was tragic to watch with the Danny Lay shit. It was. Yeah, goddamn girl. But we needed this win, okay? We, and we up. city girls are up. <laughs> we up, baby girl, we up. I'm not mad at it, sis, get money. Um, but yeah, shout out to Carisha and Diddy, her non-nigga. <laughs> I love it, I love I'm it. That's a little friend, that's a little friend. <laughs> A little friend, <laughs> that's a little friend. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say one thing and leave it alone. I the reason why I know people are like, probably like, girl, that's crazy. So you gonna pop your pussy for a check? Ooh, here's the thing. I love how women are taking, putting a, a value to this because, I'm, baby, we're valuable. It's bigger than our vaginas, our spirit, our soul. Women make shit better. It's all of it because. Diddy could fuck anybody he want to fuck. You know this. But it's something that Carisha possessed that he hey. just loves. And, and that's some shit you, you know, you can't buy that shit. And so here's the thing. For her to be like, Carisha and JT and all the girls, Megan, all the girls that were just talking about, like, in order to kiss it, you got to buy me a car in order to do this. Because these niggas out here, Yes, you do. You need to be able to come up to my standards before you can take a ride over here. Yes. I think every woman has a right to put their standards up and what their standards are in order for a nigga to have access to them. Because we've been for years, our grannies, our aunties, our mothers have gave unlimited access to Negroes that don't deserve that shit, let alone been like even uplifting the pain. They've been draining us. So yes, baby girl, when that baby girl sees that she has this in between her legs, whether it's her vagina literally or her soul or her mind, Nigga, before you could access this, yes, you have to do X, Y, and Z. Pay a bill. Pick a bill. Pick a bill. Pick a bill. Pick three. Pick one. <laughs> before three. I'll text you back, because maybe my time is my time is precious. My energy is precious, and I'm not gonna waste that shit on just any nigga. So I'm not mad at Carisha. That's her standard. No, she did what she was supposed to do. Period. So I'll leave that there. So. Understood it fully. <laughs> Shout out to Carisha. Okay. All right. We're going to move right over to <laughs> Champagne Poppy. This is my boy. It's the Scorpio in him. It's the Scorpio in him, girl. Now, I don't know how true the story is, but we're going to discuss this real quick. So, apparently, this model, Instagram model, was fucking on Drake. Um, and after they they were messing around with each other, I guess around New Year's. I looks like this happened around New Year's, right before New Year's. Who knows? But anyways, apparently, allegedly, after they have sex, you know, Jake go to the bathroom, take the condom off, whatever. She goes to the bathroom and try to fish the condom out out the out the garbage to insert her so she gets the semen to possibly get pregnant. Which doesn't work anyway, dumbass. It doesn't fucking work, you dumb bitch. But anyways, <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, so she did that and came to her surprise. Her crotch was on fire. Apparently, <laughs> apparently Drake had put some hot sauce in the condom and she was not aware of this. And so when she entered it, she starts to scream. And I guess Drake comes back in and was like, what's wrong? 
And then I guess he, he kind of put it together. He's like, oh, I put hot sauce in there to kill the sperm. You know what? So here's, here's why I find it. There's too many holes in this story. <laughs> I have too many questions. Hot sauce has a distinct smell in, 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 in um, color. So how didn't you know? Because I see semen as red. I'm going to think it's blood, maybe. Exactly. And I don't want that near there. You just insert you just insert anything into your vagina, huh? Okay. And then it smells. You smell hot sauce. You smell hot sauce. Wrong, like. And I just assume before it even enters you, the residue of hot sauce will enter the outside of your like labia area, and it will burn first. And first of all, how the fuck are you inserting semen or hot sauce into your vagina out? Are you ex? Yeah, are you like doing a syringe? What are you doing? Like, what kind of hot sauce was it? So now she wants to sue. She wants to sue Drake for her trying to steal his semen. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so confused. Y'all bitches give females a bad name because we know. talked about me, Erica, me, and you. Remember we talked about bitches cutting condoms and shit, but this yes. is a new level. It's a new level. Okay. I, Life must be rough. I think, yeah, to to do that, to stoop to those levels to get Drake's sperm. And I say that because at the end of the day, like, I know my was like, motherfuckers finna come up, motherfuckers finna eat. But you gotta steal some sperm, sis. You finna be a single. If we're one. there, if, yeah, like, I get the whole get cut and check from Drake. If that, because I don't even know if there's no top this current baby. You're, You're still baby. raising a child. You're bringing a child in this world off of deceit. And ain't nobody else gonna fuck with you because they see what you be doing. So <laughs> you'll be forever single, sis. But you gotta explain to your child how he was con- or she was conceived. You gonna have to explain That's the it or, to like, Drake. Story. Your dad is Drake, but I know that fucking Tyrone that work at Walmart is your stepdaddy. Like, why the fuck? That doesn't even sound like a fun <laughs> life. Uh, it sounds really depressing, and it's just it's it's you know that's what you know. Karma's a bitch. Karma will hit you quick. You out here doing some shifty shit like that. This is what happens. Your pussy get on fire <laughs> quickly. Where did you oh, have the hot sauce at? Like, where did you have the hot sauce at? Was it Louisiana? Was it red hot? Like, Crystal? <laughs> I don't know. I really want to know. It's probably Tabasco sauce on a Drake ass. He, he likes skin in his Scorpio. He likes skin. He got some Tabasco sauce in his bag, in his back pocket and shit. Nigga, keep packages of hot sauce. But my thing is also, I think logically niggas wouldn't even put hot sauce in there. Like, you just put water in it, pour the condom out. Like, Why would he put hot sauce in there? Like, he I would don't understand. Like I don't understand. So it's a, I don't know if this story is factually true, but if it is true, I honestly feel like she got what she deserved because this, what are you doing? Why are you trying to steal his semen, bitch? Child, and that wouldn't have worked anyway. It wasn't gonna work. Like that does not work. It me. really wasn't going to work. And I get Erica, how was she gonna extract the semen with a turkey baser? Like, what's the thing? And like, I don't know. But anyways, with this true, 
Uh, shout out to Drake for not getting another bitch pregnant. Um, if she's true, I don't know how she's gonna sue. I don't know how this gonna work out in law. Maybe she come get a bump for the back. I don't know. But you deliberately took that kind of put it inside you on your terms. That was your fault. I just want Drake to know that he can get me pregnant. I won't steal his semen, but if he give it to me willingly, I'll <laughs> We ain't doing all this, Erica. That's what we do. We're not even doing that today. We're not doing that today, actually. We're work for doing that. Just in case this somehow gets to him one day. I would Jesus never Christ. steal it from you, Drake. I would take it willingly. Oh, child. Take it willingly, my God. Anyways, Drake, good luck with that. Um, <laughs> Oh girl, good luck with your life because that was reckless. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna we're gonna move on to our one of our favorite, probably yeah. not favorite, but one of our liked white women that we yeah. talk with, Miss Britney Spears. Um, it's the drama, girl. It's the tea. It's the drama. It's the flavor. It's girl the mess. <laughs> the mess like i can have to read what i'm about to talk about real quick so with y'all not following the whole jamie lynn uh the jamie lynn story with her sister britney spears that raggedy bitch went on tv and did like a little interview trying to say like cry white girl white women's tears and like poor me i was wish i could be there for my sister but you're saying this on a camera and not to your actual sister and you had how many years was she on that? Like, um, was it called a uh, censorship? Whatever it's called. Yeah, I don't. It was. She's on it for like thirteen years. I was gonna say double digit years, like ten plus years. You had ample time. You had ample time, but now that she's free from it, oh, she wants to scramble all the corn she can get again, try to eat off her sister. So when Brittany responded, um, let me pull it up real quick on the Instagram uh page. She. <laughs> She went in on her and her mother. But the last statement, she was just calling her out about the shit that she witnessed with her sister over the years, how she, everything was handed to Jamie Lynn, how Britney had to work, which she's right, Britney was working since she was a child. And Jamie Lynn just had this big ass show on Nickelodeon and the bitch got pregnant. Remember she got teen pregnancy, remember that shit? Really, really scandalous. <laughs> but the main thing that stood out to me is like, she ended this long rant with saying, I wasn't strong enough to do what should have been done. Slap you and mama right across y'all fucking faces. Brittany, girl. I'm we're team Brittany. We've been team Brittany says, I love that you found your voice. I love that you're speaking out against anybody that's doing you wrong, including family members. We talk about big about boundaries because of toxic ass family members. We are in support of putting your boundaries up and calling that shit the fuck out. She followed all that. This is after the interview with Jamie Lynn. She followed that with apparently Jamie uh, Britney Spears has filed a cease and desist letter the day before Jamie Lynn's book was supposed to be published and released. Jamie Lynn decided to write a tell-all book of whatever shit she wanted to tell all, kind of get ahead of the narrative, didn't give a fuck how that made her sister look because she don't give a fuck about her sister. Let's keep it a buck. She, she did. It wouldn't have got this far. And Brittany decided like this, not today. Here's the paper. You're not going to talk about shit over here. So she stopped that. And I, I am Love living it. for it. Love it. Brittany, you here for it, Say it again. <laughs> Don't let them ever play with you, sis. Because what the fuck? Period. 
bitch. <laughs> you trying to get money off. First of all, you finna tell some lies. And you trying to make money off your lies. That's like, the problem. And I don't you even know why like, people like Good Morning America. I don't even know why people are even giving her time to talk. I hate when like like media outlets give people like talk time they don't deserve talk time. This like they're trying to be. She's trying to be relevant so bad, and it's like sad because Britney really had a fucked up ass like life, like traumatizing ass life. And you think you just finna get money off the shit? Like that's sad. And you my fucking sister. Like that's sick. Yeah, yeah. It's sad, sick, tired. It's 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 all those things. Yes. Like and so it's like. I'm happy again that Brittany's finding her voice. I'm happy that she's setting these rules up, these boundaries up, and it's just unfortunate that her own sister has stooped to these levels just for a check. Yes, for a check. But that's that. That's that. That's that white family. G. That's that. I mean, some shit in black family too. But Jesus Christ, girl, <laughs> damn, She said she wished she would have slapped her and her mama. But and then all the other shit was spilled about her mother having a substance problem with pain pills and others. Her daddy was very abusive. So it's a lot of fucking, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain and trauma. There it is that Brittany and her sister has experienced, especially her sister to do some shit like this, to react this way and go to the media outlets, right? Like, I thought that was just so disgusting. So on a serious note, I hope that Brittany is on the journey, on a current journey of healing. I hope that um, her actually because like people be like i'm not even coming for her writing all this because she's been muted for 13 fucking years yeah it's like putting a muzzle on someone you muzzle me for that long i'm gonna say well the fuck i feel like saying oh. at every given time and i'm not taking shit down y'all will get all this shit good bad and ugly reckless or not and i don't, i'm not holding her to a standard of knowing not to speak to the public about the shit she's been muted for so long so it's like i do hope she's on a journey of healing because the best the best way to get over and let shit go is to heal and do that work and forgive and move forward and put your boundaries up with people because now they need you. And it was 13 years when you needed them and now the table has flipped. So I'm really hoping that who's ever around her right now is really promoting Brittany to, you know, healing and giving her that much space and love and support so she can get to that next level because I'm ready for a Britney album, okay? Like, I'm ready for a Britney album. Hey, sis, I'm ready for you guys. Lay it on the track. Lay it on the track, sis. Lay it on the track so we get all lives. Like, oh. So, yeah, we're sending so much love and support to Britney, girl. Like, we are in full support of you. And I hope that this journey that she's currently on continues to get better for her. Because, yeah. Cool. All right, this next situation I want to like briefly discuss because I don't really give her too much time. And this is coming from a person that actually fuck with this girl. It's just certain things that just happen. I just don't fuck with right now. Yeah, I know. Um, Ari, Ari Fletcher, um, she is the mother of G Herbal's child as well as Bay, um, Moneybag Yo's girlfriend, current girlfriend. She's an entrepreneur, businesswoman. Get money, bitch. She gets to the money. I'm not gonna ever discredit her on that shit. She a hardworking ass female. One of the things she used to do was she was a Savage Fenty ambassador. Well, from her recent, I think it was a interview she was doing on a podcast, talking about a little bit about domestic violence and a little bit, not like really talking about the podcast. And then she went on to her live to kind of double back on her comments she made on it. 
what got her in trouble was the live video she made. Um, when she was on live, she kind of insinuated someone people because she on the podcast. I forgot. Oh, don't call me white girl podcast. Um, which old girl is funny as hell that runs that podcast. She is funny as hell. Yeah, anyway, um, she was on a podcast and they were talking about how her money back yoga shit was so toxic because she comes from toxic relationships. So that's all she knew. And so she's being really transparent. She's like, you know, I used to be like, I used to get mad and pack all my shit up trying to leave. And I'd be the one of niggas just like, put his gun on the table like, nigga, you ain't going fucking nowhere. Woo. And again, that's her, that's her experience and all this shit. So that was kind of, you know, that was kind of like cringy to hear as well as other comments she made insinuating to possibly domestic violence or fighting, all this other stuff. So people were calling her out for it. So she went on live and she was like, oh yeah, motherfucker, woo. So people were in the comments talking about, well, one time, you know, tell their stories about domestic violence. And she was like, mocking them was like blah 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 bitch no nobody care we don't care we don't want to hear it you know every, you know blah blah just dismissing other uh domestic violence survivors and and victims and of course our girl Riri Rihanna owner of Savage Fenty the queen herself you know she don't play that shit she's she snatched your ass in a, she snatched you so fast she did that on like ATL when he snatched Lord London's neck. Yes. was like, give me that shit back. And she was like, not today, sis. You're not going to shit on domestic violence victims. Mind you, again, we all know she, Rihanna is a survivor of domestic violence. Probably one of the most public ass fucking, one of the most public ass fucking trials and victims that we know of our today era. And so like, girl, re- er- you ain't you ain't learned from Drea. You see how Dre got ass kicked to the car? The bird <laughs> got dropped. Got dropped. And the thing is, like, girl, like, her response, because I can read through this, her response is still coming from a hurt, trauma, trauma of one person. She is still very damaged from whatever trauma she experienced because there's no way a person that went through it that is healed or not necessarily healed because you're not fully ever healing. Healing is a choice that you pick daily that is actively healing, that's actively choosing to heal and forgive and all this other stuff. There's no way in hell for someone to say to a woman in the comments or a man in the comments crying out about, hey, I survived you know, my, my jaw being broken or beaten or all this other stuff or financially abused. There's no way in hell for her to say, nobody cares because that's something she's saying to herself. I was just whatever saying, she's going through, yeah. Whatever she's going through, she's saying that shit to herself. She's yeah. been telling herself that. Don't nobody care about you crying, sis, or hurting. And the thing is, Ari, people do care. Like, sis, you gotta... I fuck with Ari. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, I fuck with her. I know a lot of people don't before this, but I actually fuck with her because I fuck with her hustle and I fuck with how she is, like, trying to overcome shit. And she's not the perfect fucking person by no means. But it's just like, sis, this lets me know that you are still fucked up and hurt. I just feel like um, I kind of, it's, it's going to make me sound crazy. I kind of be understanding her because, okay, she's mm-hmm. a cancer. Yeah. Like, there's two types of cancers. Like, there's the cancer that is, like, really, really sweet, really, really emotional. We all, like, are very, very caring. But, like, mm-hmm. some of us, instead of, like, going to cry, like, that's me. Instead of going to cry, I get mad first. Like I might still cry, but I'm my initial response is anger. Um, or yeah. to initially act like I don't give a fuck about something, but I really do. Or I could express yeah. that I care about something to somebody else without getting emotional, but I would get emotional if I'm by myself. 
you know? So yeah. I feel like it's really, it's so funny because a lot of people tell me this, like the cancer in her, like some things that she do, not all things, bitch is crazy. I love her. But <laughs> some things that she do, <laughs> I can relate to. It's just like, just like her, like you said, her like saying what she said on them. Like, I really truly, like a lot of people probably don't believe that, but I really truly think that she didn't mean it like that. It was like yeah. a cover-up of her real feelings. Like, yep. it was her trying to be a hard body, you know, all the time. Because the public sees her as a hard body. Like, yeah, Ari this, Ari that. I don't even know her, but I don't think that she really liked that. Like, I yeah. really think she could be a nice-ass person, but it's just that. I think she's very given. She just, given. I, I think she's given, too. Like, I think that she, I know this. Like, just by, like, seeing how she moves, like, People think that she's just this selfish ass person and she don't care about nobody. And I don't think she like that. I think that she got like this wall up. It's like, y'all not going to play with me. So this is what I'm going to do. Exactly. Like now that she actually is having, even though she be, she been fucking these interviews up, but she been doing interviews now though. Like, and actually, but she's, she has to learn how to sometimes not say everything mm-hmm. out loud. Like everything is not meant to be said out loud. Like, yeah. I think I think she's definitely got um like you said she just is new she ain't new to new interviews but she's been doing a lot of hot kind of high interviews lately yeah. she was just on she was lip just service. on lip service yeah. that's, that's that's lit like you on lip service bitch, okay you like, ain't you ain't as a yee that's heavy like I just congrats you on that and I, I listened to that episode and I listened to her portion and she revealed some things about her and money back your relationship and all this other stuff. But like you said, like I I love you as a cancer. My sister's a cancer. And her advice, like I called my sister nine times out of ten just to hear that boss up. Let's boss up. Like it sucks. It fucking sucks. But let's boss up. So I can totally understand reading through what that comment she made. Like, am I canceling Ari for those comments? Not me personally. Do I understand why people are canceling her for that? Hell the fuck yes. But I do see, understand, like, okay, she's probably saying this shit because she tells herself that. Like, you know, she's like, get your shit together, bitch. Nobody gives a fuck if you're crying about this, this, this. And that's just how she is. And she talks that to herself. And that's why she needs to be more gentle with herself. Until she's more gentle with herself, she's not going to be able to convey that all the time to people. But do I think she's a sweetheart to people that she loves? Hell yes. I think she's spoiled to people. She loves her. She's supportive. She does what she needs to do. She's very passionate. She's real. I will say that to Ari. Keeps it a buck about, you know, and good or bad. She's a business. Good or bad. Good or bad. She keeps it a buck. And so, like, I'm not going to, like, completely take my support from her. But I do understand, like, this this is the consequence that came with it. Losing Fenty, losing followers, losing respect from some people and hurting that. So she is coming back with a whole... I think she's doing a, a fundraiser. She's uh, donating. She's on a foundation, nonprofit, to donate money to survive the domestic abuse. I do feel like she do care. She just didn't know how to communicate it the right way, and it came off completely fucked up. And so, like, people were like, "Girl, now nah, it's too late." And I was like, "No, I don't think it's too late. I think, I think it's rooted in she's trying to help. She's really trying to be better. And I, I'm never gonna be like fuck her and cancel her for her." Ne- fucking up and trying to be better and hopefully you know she continues on that journey because i do want to support her i think she a boss ass bitch but see people the fact she kind of the fact she came to raggedy ass peoria for a fucking uh club appearance 
twice to catch collect a bag. I don't know what she says. She about her money. She need her money. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. I think some people forget that it's some things that I say. Like, and if I was like in the in the spotlight like her, people wouldn't agree with you know. So it's like they have to understand. Hey. It's hard to transition from when you you openly talk to like your small group of friends to being in an interview yep. with hundreds of thousands of people, million people listening to you, and people interpret things the wrong way. So mm -hmm. it's like. It's it's hard to transition from that, especially when it's not like she is uh like I don't know fucking Mary J. Blige, I don't know fucking like a high, you know, but these people have done this over the years, so they know okay, they even okay. slip up tabs though here and there, you know? Yes, so it's they do hard to like when you in a moment when when something is being recorded and you just talking in an open space, especially like something like lip service, like a podcast. Somebody yes. asks you a question and you talking in an open space. Sometimes you might say something that gets interpreted wrong. Like exactly, and then, I'm glad you brought that up with the old heads. Cause I remember I think Lisa Ray spoke on it. Yes. And I think they gotta understand like back then when they were coming up, there weren't social media like this. It wasn't like instant shit going on. So like we gotta give these people like Ari and people a little bit more grace because if they're if they're remorseful, like the motherfuckers that don't give a fuck. They hanging themselves. But if you're remorseful, you're like, damn, I did fuck up. I said the wrong thing or something like that. Then, like, give them some great grace to kind of navigate space because, honestly, like you said, Erica, we talked about this, like, early on in the podcast. Like, we would be, I would be canceled, like, every other week. Oh, yeah. Just a while shit I'm about to say it. Or that's when I contact. Because I'm, I'm reckless. I know I'm reckless with my mouth. I'm not a person. I'm far from it. But my heart is so, I'm genuine. Like, you know, like, I don't ever want to hurt people intentionally. So, like, if my words got construed over, I will be sending out iOS press release like weekly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be sending out Twitter. Erica canceled, like, again, for the third Cancel time. Erica, hashtag cancel Zakia. Like, and I, I, I'm real enough to say that, and I will just sit back and check my watch. <laughs> like, damn, I didn't fuck up again, y'all. Somebody call oh, my shit. Somebody call oh, my shit. My, my PR lady will be like, what the fuck? Get it together. Just shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. You should have said nothing. I'm going to be quiet. Get off Instagram line. Because now I'm going to go and fuck y'all. And fuck you. And fuck you too. Get the fuck off this. You see the comments from your agent. Get off Instagram. Oh, I got to get off of here. I got to go. Bye. And you know, so I get it. It's unfortunately, I hope Ari learned from that. I hope that um, any survivors of domestic violence that were hurt by her words are okay or healing because that, I can get how that's triggering and all those stuff. So like, I'm praying, you know, hoping that you guys are taking care of yourself and all the good things. So whew, let's get to this mess. This ghetto, let me sip my wine. These last two topics. Um, Third trimester, Tristan. Oh, God. Tristan, we fucking know what we fucking know, Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really tired. If no one's not following what's going on, you guys are living under a rock. We all know that as all these couple of weeks, these weeks, there's been allegations um to Tristan Thompson's, a.k.a. Khloe Kardashian baby daddy. Um, of him fathering a child with his ex uh, trainer, Marley Nichols. 
So after the, of course, he denied it. He denied it. He did the whole, I did not have sexual relations with this woman. <laughs> um, spin on it. And we knew, like, dude, just to come on, science, DNA, Mari, pick one. Um, we're going to find out. And it's just unfortunate that this motherfucker really played the, I don't know this woman, and then MDMs got leaked of him like threatening her, talking about some, I'm about to be retired, so you ain't finna get nothing. That lets me know that you knew that was your baby. You know what you did, nigga. Um, so a paternity test came back, and he is the father. Um, you are the father in Marley's verse. So surprised. Um, what the, Jesus Christ. Um, so I'll just read his Iowa, his Instagram press release. Um, Tristan Post, today paternity test revealed, results revealed that I fathered a child with Marley Nichols. I take full responsibility of my actions. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt and disappointed throughout the ordeal, both publicly and privately. The next post, this is the one that's like embarrassing. Chloe, you don't deserve this. We'll go back to that statement a little bit, Erica. You don't deserve the heartache or the humiliation I've had caused you. You don't deserve the way I've treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect and love for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I am incredibly sorry. We knew Tristan, you were the baby daddy. We knew. Um, I won't go back to the whole you don't deserve this to Chloe thing. I'm not going to say she did deserve this, but baby girl, you yeah, lose them coming. how you get them. You, you lose them how you get them. It was coming, sis. Because you were dealing with a nigga when you were doing that nigga when he had another baby pregnant already. I mean, another lady pregnant. You're, you're still men out of, you stole James Harden from Trina. You stole Tristan from the other baby mama, you stole, you still, you stole Lamar Odom from fucking Taraji. We just learned that shit. Bitch, you gotta have it. A cycle. You see what keeps happening? You see what happened? Karma. And let us, let's, let us not forget how you tried to destroy Jordan Woods. And look at her flourishing. Girl glowing. Ass <laughs> fat, edges glowing, beautiful. She got a man that take care um, of her. Um, that loves her soul. Mm. That respect wait, that respects her. Oh. Oh. I love to see it. I, I love absolutely it. love to see it. And one of my makes this is quick because I actually seen comments like y'all gonna excuse what Jordan did. Jordan did was trash. We're not saying what Jordan did wasn't was tricy. What the Kardashians tried. Allegedly what I don't know, because Chris is a dog ass nigga. And I just feel like this nigga the type of day that would just push himself on motherfuckers. And again, I, we weren't there. She I ain't gonna understand. I'm mutual in the state because I feel like Tristan is a dog nigga. He's dog. He's trash. He's disgusting. He's a scum. He's embarrassing. How embarrassing. Don't you write a fucking Instagram press release for me, nigga. Leave me the fuck out of it. You knew what you were doing when you were fucking the trainer. You and knew you what you were doing. You could have texted me that. Don't you publicly. Don't mention me. I don't even know you. 
Don't say, is baby daddy? No, we just share the same child. I haven't even talked to this nigga. The last bit that we know Tristan, Tristan, it showed him on his, on the Kardashians just, just, just like throwing himself at her feet. Just, you know, I really want to win Chloe back. I, he was just so lame. Tristan, that's the thing. Like, it's like, not saying if he was, it wasn't lame, it makes it better, but the fact that he is lame and you out here hoeing like this, it's just embarrassing. I'm starting to think that Tristan was one of those lame ass niggas in high school that was just really good at sports. And then it was like, damn, now this He ain't never had no bitches. Ain't never had no Ain't them. never had them. And that's why, what was that? It? Y'all niggas act like y'all, um, Y'all act like towards these bitches y'all never had bitches. Y'all never had these females. Y'all never had females. And so y'all are weird. Y'all are weird, weird Negroes. Because honestly, Tristan, if you didn't have money, you wouldn't be pulling bitches still. Because you would look like a brat. You look like a mole rat. Little, little old mole rat from um, Kim Possible. You look disgusting. I don't like looking at you. Oh, Jesus, thank God, Chloe. Thank God, uh, what's the little baby girl? Truth came out looking cute. Cause you look a mess. Oh, Truth is adorable. Thank yes, God. Cause her mama looked different than when she was alive, but still. Girl, not Tristan, I can't even trip my wine because I'm, I'm stomach <laughs> upset. Tristan, like, come on, like, bro. It's just, it's like, my God. Like, Oh God, you're embarrassing. You're, and any man, and the men that are like Tristan out there, maybe listen to this podcast. Why? 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 Anybody, let us know why. Just let these girls go. Why would you? Like, the, the thing is, Tristan is so fucked up. It's because he really did. Like, we've seen on the TV how he was. But I guarantee he was, like, the type of nigga that would send flowers every day and apologize and graveling at her feet. And I'm not saying Chloe isn't a dumb bitch because she is. But, girl, like, a lot of women, like, we see this nigga begging for us to say, you still dogish, talk us in these streets. Like, that's disgusting. It's very embarrassing. Wow, bitch. You have hella money, Okay. You can go get anybody. Anybody. And you want him? Mm. Dude? Mm. She's, about have, she's about to have another baby with that nigga. They were planning on doing like a surrogacy situation. I don't know if that's so true because she wanted truth to have another sibling, but baby, she got another sibling. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you got what you asked for, sis. A little baby brother. Bing bong. <laughs> 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 I honestly hope Chloe really like Dumb we're done. Me. We're done. We're done. Ain't no more left. I ain't got one left for me. I'm tired. I ain't got no more bitches left for me. Because <laughs> you know this ain't you know this you know there's other bitches. She just oh, yeah. so it's always other bitches. For sure, it's always other bitches. Like, this is like, I can't go through another 38 holes with you. Like, I'm tired. I'm tired. Like, I'm done. I'm hanging my jersey up. I'm done. I can't give you no more. So, we'll see. But it's not like from this next topic where I talk about it doesn't seem to sense. But just to end the whole Tristan third, third trimester, Tristan Thompson, you are disgusting. Like, G.
Doing that. I'm surprised Charlemagne didn't give him donkey of the day. Did he give him donkey of the day? Because that's some donkey ass shit. Yeah, that's some donkey ass shit for sure. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But who child? Marley over here about to collect a little check. <laughs> Show me the money. And if I'm correct, I thought her and Tristan used to work out together because Chloe told me that Chloe told me, Lord have mercy. Chloe told the world, girl, I'll talk to these hoes. Lord have mercy. Chloe told the world on the show that her and Tristan love working out together. So I'm confused when he had time to fuck the trainer. And why was <laughs> Apparently he was working uh, working out in overtime with the kids. <laughs> he was in a private workout. Private sessions. Private sessions, separate from Chloe. I'm like, God damn, Chloe. Oh, Lord have mercy. Ooh. Chloe don't change her whole ethnicity to just try to please this nigga. She still couldn't. And that look at you. Then cheated you with a white woman. She got her with another white woman. My God. It's okay, Pookie. It is okay. Girl, but honestly, you, you lose them how you get them. And that's just law of attraction, law of everything, girl. So let's move on to this next topic. Now, this topic, I'm going to keep it above you, Erica. We talk about toxic baby daddies all the time. Yep. Toxic co-parenting. And this screams all that over this. Yep. Um, over the weekend, Kim, and, or a couple days ago, I guess, not a weekend, Kim and Kanye had a birthday party for their daughter, Chicago. Literally Kim and uh, Kylie. They had a joint party with Stormy mm-hmm. in Chicago for their party. Kanye West decides to go on his IG Live, I think, or maybe post a video. I think it was IG Live. Yeah. Accusing Kim and the rest of the family from withholding the address of the party from him. And he was just playing like, I deserve to be there for my daughter. I deserve to be a part of this special day. Um, they are trying to pull this. I'm going to control the narrative. The only thing I care about is my kids. And so maybe 20 minutes later, he magically got the address to the party. And he was able to attend the birthday party, the joint birthday party. From my knowledge, a little drama that had led up to that. So... Apparently, he was calling around. This is why I say Tristan might still be in the party, in the picture. Apparently, she was, he was calling around. He called Tristan. Hey, let me get the address to the party. Tristan asked Chloe. Chloe, can address? Chloe's like, hell no. Tristan's like, I can't give you the address. So he's calling around, calling around. And finally, the person that gave him the address was, was Travis Scott. And because it's his daughter's birthday, too. And so when he gets to, when, Ken, when Kanye gets to the party, he still was faced with Kim's, um, security guards they weren't gonna let him in and then kylie comes up to the door and demanded that he comes in so that's a little drama we gonna discuss that too but that's a little drama that's like damn girl that's your sister you did that bug off so the baby you know he comes to the party you see him throwing look like he about to throw chicago into the uh pinata um he gets to the party um so that happened. What a couple weeks before that, prior to that, we learned that he did purchase the house directly across the street from Clark, from Kim Kardashian's house. Toxic, another another toxic sign. Oh yeah. And yeah, so after the end of the party, he goes back on his video and he's like, "I just want to thank Trent, you know, I want to thank Travis Scott and shout to Kylie for letting me in the party and they knew what the fuck it was. Woo 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 woo. I have to see my baby. That's all I care about." 
uh, Kim Kardashian has been completely silent throughout this whole deal. Ordeal. You know, she's out here dating and having fun with her little boy toy. Don't understand that still to this day, but gloss this. Um, you know, just, just try to move on and be a mom and be, you know, a woman and get her needs met. And What's going on right now? Like This situation, Erica, screams toxic nigga. He's a Gemini. Duh. I think my theory, Erica, is I think he knew that they were going to do separate parties, and I think he agreed to it until day of, so he could pull yeah. the publicity stunt. Yes. Um, I've seen a lot of comments like Kim filed for keeping him from his kids. I'm like, Kim has never done that. I I say, now, when, I, it's a lot of shit that you can say about Kim. When has she ever fucking really done that? <laughs> This bitch went to his whole listening party. Are you serious right now? We're this not bitch came out in a whole fucking wedding gown. This bitch is a she is a, she is a, she is a supportive baby mama. Let's let's stop. Cut the shit. What's going on that right in front of our eyes and what we're witnessing is unfortunately trying to co-parent with a toxic nigga. Mm. We know this very well. Mm. Um, the thing is with Kim is. I think she really set these boundaries up, like not wanting to have a joint party this year, because it also was revealed that he missed the other kids' birthday parties that prior year, Psalms and some else's birthday party that year. He wasn't there. Right. And so for him to miss this one or to have his own separate party wasn't that big of a deal because he didn't even come to the other parties. So it's not like he was at all the parties anyway. It's not because she made him not come. That nigga didn't show up. So that whole cry of, oh, I want to be there for my kids. Ooh. No. Another thing is, and we take this serious, and this is no shame to mental health, he stopped taking his medicine. He's not taking his meds right now. And so it sounds like he's in a manic episode right now because to con- to create this, this chaos in your head and then execute it as if you're the victim was really toxic. And I think knowing to deal with this, you can't be reasonable with niggas like that, unfortunately, no. especially if he decides to take his medicine. You cannot be reasonable with him. You have to set up hard boundaries and strong communication and, like, whatever. And so before I get my analyst, Erica, reading this story, see this story, what was your first thoughts when you seen this shit? So <laughs> my first thought was, okay, I already like have my like own thoughts about Kanye anyway. Um, my first thought was like, this nigga is tweaking. Like only because I just don't, first of all, you're on social media. So it's like, you really got on social media to announce to the world because you're fucking Kanye West. So everybody's going to fucking see this. Um, to announce to the world, hey, everybody, I wasn't invited to my daughter's birthday party, which, and while you were doing that, you could have been calling hella other people, or you could have been calling Travis Scott then, like, why the fuck did you just get on here? It's like you're publicly trying to embarrass me, you know, and I feel like you're being spiteful because you see me out with this other person, and it's like, that is so fucking toxic. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that not only to Kim, but to his kids. Like, right now, yeah. his kids don't really know what's going on yet, but they're going to see... You're putting all this on the internet. It's, it's not going to go away. They're going to North see probably it. seen it. North definitely probably seen it already. They're going to see this. Like, 
it's like why and i feel like that's partially the reason why kylie was probably like let this nigga in here like because it's like you really trying to cause this scene like motherfuckers really not trying to like let you see your daughter so we gonna let you see your daughter but this wasn't yeah. the plan. like no. we didn't plan to do this no so i feel like that is it's just like you said a toxic ass nigga like you jealous or mad because you see me moving on like you would have been jealous or mad anyway but on top of that you're not doing things for your own mental health like you're not taking your yep. medication so that's taking you yep. over the more and then it's like you try to make it seem like oh I moved across the street so that I can be closer to my kids you didn't have to move across the street you could have moved three blocks down you could have moved 15 it was, a, it was yeah it was very it's a it was a it was a calculated move and it was very um controlling guys and the thing is when niggas i think that way because i had a conversation with someone about this and they were like shit i would be petty too you know if a bitch pissed me off woo but this is the mother of your children's ex-wife she's raising your kids why would you add more stress and hurt towards our mental to prove a point a selfish point at that not a point that even fucking matters to just fuck with her she's raising your child children daily so why would you add to her mentalness, like the, the the like the coming down of her mental state? Why would you add to that? You want to uplift and make sure she has everything she needs, make sure she's mentally sound, at peace, every resource she needs, not the opposite, because she's the one pouring into your kids. So if you want to be a toxic nigga and you're trying to put that toxicity on her, she is raising your kids. Like you said, Erica, it's going to be toxic to your kids, whether they see it on the internet. Or they steal it for your mother. Why well, you don't know what the fuck Kim is dealing with behind closed doors. We don't know if she's breaking down because baby girl, Kim better than me. Kim better than me. Oh, she wait. But, but I know how it is dealing with a narcissistic ass nigga father. Yes. I get it. You gotta be calculated as fuck. Unfortunately, that is just the game you gotta play. So, like in that situation, I'm pretty sure if it was me. I'd have Chicago birthday either a day before her birthday or a day after because you could have her on her birthday. It's not that big of a deal for me just to keep my peace of mind. But if you would have shut up at a party, I'd have left. Oh, yeah. I can't because I can't do this. I'd be like, you know what, baby girl? Daddy's going to take over. Well, Mommy got to go. You know, I'd have dipped. I'm not going to hold you. Like, I don't know what I would have did specifically. I either would have done this or I would have. Unless my baby was like messed up, like they want me to leave, I'd have left. I would have either left or I would have been like once i seen this nigga if my as long as my child if my if i saw him before my child saw him i would have been like get his ass out of here like now if my child had saw him then it's like okay i'll remove myself but if i see him before my child do get him the fuck out of here right now like i don't guarantee kim put that boundary up because she needed that space she didn't need yeah. him to have access and niggas men that are like that especially baby daddies or ex-husbands or ex-boyfriends they get it's a power it's the power for them once that power is taken from them they got shit left so even if people are like because some people could have like just been in the face like oh fuck it there he's there i'm gonna act like it don't bother me but some people can't and some people as long as you like okay the reason why i put this around you up because i didn't want you having access to me it really wasn't because of the kids i didn't need access for me so in this case to make this thing better i'm gonna remove myself because you still not gonna have access to me at this point men like that hate that and it's hard to co-parent with someone like that and so like um there's different resources out there i know there's an app now girl i gotta i gotta find that app information put in this in a link but there's an app that you can give the 
father and the mother and they communicate through this app only text messages money transfers scheduling the calendar all that and it automatically transcripts it so in case i have to go to court you have it right there mm. and um it records i mean text messages so if he's cussing you out because i've dealt with that before getting called all type of bitches and shit and the next day i want to see my son like what the fuck like it's toxic as hell like what the fuck like but Kim is, I feel like she, I feel like she's a smart woman. So I know she's probably navigating the space the way she needs to. But even like, I know she's probably not taking his threat seriously with, with her and her boyfriend right now. Because he put us in this lyric about beating his ass. So you're hanging yourself. The thing about narcissistic ass niggas and baby daddies, they will hang themselves. You don't have to do shit. They're going to continue to talk, run their mouth, do dirt and all that shit. And they're going to come up to this high hill and then they're going to come the fuck down on their own shit. You ain't got to do nothing. You ain't got to argue. And a lot of these niggas feel like they got the public on their side. Kanye kind of do. Kanye on side. People gonna side with Kanye because they don't fuck with the Kardashians. They're the all mad gonna side with Kanye. Even though Kanye, you know, Kanye, nigga, you wildin' for this. You know, you know, you wildin'. But they gonna side with Kanye automatically because they don't fuck with the Kardashians. So he's banking on that. That's why he went to the yeah. public and was like, they won't let me see my son. And they're like, hell yeah, the Kardashian women ain't shit. But if we're being real and logical, look outside in, like, fuck it, it's the Kardashians and Kanye. It is literally a toxic man that's making this co-parenting situation more toxic than it needs to be. Yes. And um, I don't know what, what Kylie's, like, I didn't think about it, but you just explained Kylie, maybe her perspective on things was, because I was looking at, like, girl, if my sister said you can't come, you ain't coming, yeah, this motherfucker. I'm not, but see, I'm thinking about it from, like, they are a brand, yeah. they are a business. Yeah, so it's like yeah. maybe Kylie, I don't, I wouldn't think like that. <laughs> but I'm saying maybe she was thinking yeah. about that in the moment because it's like you trying to make it seem like we don't want you here for your daughter, and it's like it just wasn't planned to be like that, motherfucker. Like, but come on, yeah, you know, shit, you know? yeah, yeah. And I agree with that part too. Like when it comes to the brand shit, but like, and I'm just like my sister. I'm gonna ride my sister regardless. For sure. And, if she doesn't want you here, you're not going to be here. And it's not, we know that Kim is not keeping the kids from them. We know this. Like, that's just not the case. And people are like, we don't know what's going on. We know. We know. We, we know. We fucking know. Shut up. We know. So, like, but unfortunately, Kim is going to have to play that game right now and get her shit in order. You type, nigga, the type of, type of things you have to do dealing with a nigga like that is literally getting your duck in, duck in a row so you can present, like, nigga, this is how you've been acting these last six months. S, Y, and Z, and all this shit. Here's your two options. This or this. And you can make your life easier or harder with whatever choice you choose because I'm not going to deal with it no more. You got to hit niggas like that with that. You got to take that power away from him. When he feel like he got all the power, that's when he feel like he can take and come and go as he please or whatever. And you can take that power from him. They don't know what the fuck to do. But it's like... They don't like it. You doing all of it. What, what's the name of Kim Dayton right now? What's his name? I don't even... Pete, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Peter. Okay, Pete. Peter. You don't even know. This probably not even my main nigga. This just the nigga that I just get outside. Put up, and you don't even know that I'm fucking dating fucking whoever over here. Okay? So just just chill. I just got to parade this nigga around because I want you to think that I love this nigga, but the nigga I love is really at home. <laughs> no, I feel the same way. I, I'm like, ain't no way in hell this is Kim nigga for real. Damn, I, know. Like, 
she could have any nigga she want. I know damn well she ain't set up for this goofy ass nigga. Like, <laughs> it's her, that's her beard for her real nigga. Like, her real nigga's kicking back, red feet up. Cause Kim, I would do the same shit. Yeah, I'm gonna this nigga around. But because my- what you do. You do indeed pop out with the real nigga married. Damn. Like that's what you do. You don't you don't parade the actual nigga around. You parade the beard because you don't give a fuck. And what happens with and that? And then when but I want y'all to know about my actual nigga, boom, here go my Issa, pull an Issa. You pull an Issa. You pop up married. And that's what you do. That's what my she man. Like she did. Yeah, I'm married, by the way. And he probably hide in plain sight. He probably a friend of the family. Hey, so Kanye, you don't even know. Okay. Kanye, chill out. But no, I think um, it's weird because they try to be so some type of empathy for these Kardashian women. And I really don't. I don't have any sympathy or empathy for these girls. But it's not a post the little bit I have because I never dealt with a nigga having a baby on me, but I dealt with niggas treat like cheating on multiple visions on me. So like I understand that, and I understand. I but I definitely dealt with dealing with a toxic baby daddy. I dealt with two versions of it at some point in time, and I get it. Like both versions suck. So it's like I get both sides. I feel kind of like damn girl, just just ride the weather, girl. It gets better. It gets easier, but you put the boundaries up. You continue on and tell them, like, this is what you're not going to do, and you be smarter two steps ahead. I feel like Kim's two steps ahead. She's a lawyer now, so shit. Yeah. Hope you got her shit together. Around. She ain't fucking around. Kim Kaya going to get hit with some shit. You keep talking that shit in the, in the music. Why don't you put out your lyrics? Nigga, you like, you're hanging yourself at this point. Why don't you do that? Just chill. Kanye wild as fuck. But yeah, that whole situation screams toxic nigga <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> toxic, you're toxic. But she knew that. Uh, like he's been he's been this person. Like it's yes. just that they and that's again, this is something that's coming back full like force on all of them. Y'all yep. always trying to get like the, the top like I'm sorry, y'all love black men. They try to get the top, oh, yeah. top black men and then it's like, damn, okay, this was nice at first, but now like this motherfucker really is crazy. Like he's really controlled and he's really this. And it's like, was it really worth all of that? Because you already had your own fucking money. Like you just did this to stay relevant, to stay in the media, to Oh, you now know? you relevant, sis. You relevant as fuck. Did she and I think um there was a surface tweet that came up from um Amber Rose about the Kardashians from like back in 2013 or something like that and people were trying to bring it up and Amber was like girl ain't nobody worried about these Kardashians no more. we done we're over this shit because nobody gives about that but the thing is like you know karma's a bitch it don't matter how much money you got for sure it comes back to bite you in the ass but um, the funniest clip of that situation was seeing Chris Kardashian sitting and talking to Kanye with you with you <laughs> One thing about Chris is she gonna make shit shit right. Like Chris is going Chris works hard. She's Chris works hard. She has a strategy. She has a plan for everything that happens. When some shit blows up, it's instantly like, damn. Okay, let me get on it. Figure out a plan. Boom, we finna get out of this. Everybody take a full up at the birthday party. But I noticed Kim did not take a picture with him and the kids. So I wonder if she did leave. She probably did. Because I would have left. I de- if my kids wasn't like, mommy, don't leave. I'd have dipped. I'd have dipped. You're going to see 
you with dad. I'll be right back, okay? I'm like, you know what? You don't have fun with dad. Mommy gonna be right, right back. I'll be back, you know, boom. Got a little good. I'm gonna go kick with uh, go kick with my nigga real quick while the kid everybody I spot. My real nigga, not Pete. I'm going with my real nigga. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like another thing. I saw somebody about this, and they was like, if I lived right across the street from my baby mama, I make sure my house just to buy a house that money. I make sure my house had all the fun things for the kids that they always like. Oh, we go across the street. I said, do you notice there how beautiful that sounds to our ears? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, go ahead. You want to go to daddy's house? You want to go to daddy's house? You can spend a night. You can spend a night and go to school till the next morning. I will be happy. Come to these kids. If I stayed across the street from my baby daddy, you know they ha- how they have like the mailboxes that's like on the like on the curb. I'll yes. go in every time he go get his mail because like why are you across the street from me? Ah. I'm throwing an egg at that nigga every time he go get his mail. Yeah. Cause why are you across the street? Why are you across the yeah. street? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Now you, you got to worry about the fact that this nigga can pop up when he want to pop up. Hey, I just want to see my son. No. 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 We don't got that relationship. Why are you doing this? Why are you across the street? I was here first. First, nigga. Yeah, but no, you over here trying to make me mad, nigga. You you gonna be hurt and crying when you see these niggas come to my house? Oh, cause it's gonna be some niggas here, okay? Every time it's your day, every time I send the baby over there, when I'm about to send his ass to the kids over. He wants the babies across the street from me, baby. Thank you, baby. Good little, good little Malvin. Just ring the doorbell. They'll come to the Good little Malvin from, good little Malvin from, uh, Malvin from, uh, baby boy. You want some breakfast? Girl, he gonna come in while I'm tending to my garden. Come give me a little, little passionate kiss. Well, y'all ass is staring mad as hell across the street. That's what the fuck now you, you fuck, get. Now you fucking up the line. You trying to mow the line and you mad as hell. You trying to cut the grass and you mad. Look at like, you, you fucking your, you fucking your flowers up. Because <laughs> you paying attention to me and mommy. That's... Mind your business. You shouldn't move across the street. Say I'm sorry. Matt got the curtains open all the time. Girl, curtains wide open. Curtains wide open. Curtains wide open, baby. We won't see this happiness. You want to see it so bad, baby boy. Here you go. You will see my glow. You will see why I walk with a pep in my step. You will see me glowing, okay? You will see me flourishing. You will see me cooking and playing for my man. You're going to see all the good things that I do. Because baby daddy's little porter. You look like you glowing. Yeah, I sure am. Because you're gone. <laughs> I sure am glowing because of this nigga over here. <laughs> I'm happy, Tyrone. I'm happy. I'm so happy. I'm laughing again. I haven't laughed in so long. I'm laughing again. That's what Kim telling Kanye. I'm laughing again. It's been a long Thanks. time since I laughed. Thanks. <laughs> I'm happy, Tyrone. Leave me alone. Don't come Leave me alone. You, if it ain't about the kids, we got to talk about it. <laughs> Girl, these niggas out here ain't finna be low. You're not finna stress us no more. You're not stressing these women out no more, and I hope Kim is. I hope Kim is really on bother. I hope she ain't stressing. This is this is typical baby daddy behavior. Toxic ones mainly. We all first break up. This is just what we gotta go through. We know. We went through it. This is what they do. It gets better, sis. To stay on their necks, and it gets better. They eventually move on. Oh, they move on. 
They've already moved on. They don't want. They've already moved on, but they just trying to see like, can I try this bitch? Can I still get in? Can I no. still? No, you can't, Tyrone. Nobody wants you over here, but the kids. They go. Shit. Nobody wants you and some of these kids and come get them and go. Because you still cheating ass nigga. Because you trying to cheat on your new bitch with me. You cheating ass nigga. We ain't talking about that yet, Erica. We ain't gonna get there yet. That's a whole topic. That's a whole episode. That's a whole episode. We need to try it. They the girl, the girl be eight months pregnant. I'm gonna I want my family back. Nigga, you're oh, yeah. starting one. You're starting one. You got a new one. You're having one on the way. Next month in four weeks. Girl, the niggas will try it. The baby doing three days. The baby is doing in three days. What you mean you want your family back? You about to start a new one. Enjoy. Flourish. Let me know when Carter. Ooh, Lord, Lord have mercy. I'm not talking to her. Lord have mercy. She's cross. Lord have mercy. So cross. <laughs> Let me know when you need to see the child so you can dress up for the family pictures. Because, Lord, no. Go. Go. Lord, I'm as triggering as fuck. These niggas be wallin'. Look here. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Let's just cut it. Cut the cameras, dead ass. <laughs> it's a wrap. We're coming. <laughs> That's it, y'all. We do too much when we get. We do too much. This is what we get because it's been so long. Don't know how to act in front of a camera. It's a light. But no, in all seriousness, people that are dealing with toxic baby daddies and baby mothers, because they go both ways, we ain't, we ain't discriminating. Boundaries are important. Stick to them. Stick to them boundaries. Stick to having your boundaries set up. Stick to, to short and clear and stand like plans. And put all, everything you get writing. Texting. Texting's your best friend. Yes. Erica, can you agree? Texting's your best friend. Yes. Cause they gonna pull, they gonna pull it, and I'll be quick to screenshot. Like actually, on September eighth, twenty twenty, twenty twenty, you said um, around three o'clock p.m. You said that no, you did not want to pick him up. So do you want the screenshot? And you said to go fuck myself. So what? What are we? What are we saying? Cause it's right here. I keep my receipts. I got. I keep receipts. Ready. Ready. Um, I'm, I'm Monique with the binder. I don't play that shit. Period. Actually, what you said on Thursday back in the May of 2017 at 3 o'clock p.m., you said, no, like, because texting will be y'all best friends, ladies and niggas. Texting, 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 texting. And I'm going to put that app for the co-parenting in our description. I just can't think about it right now. But, baby. It's going to come in handy, folks. Perfect handy, so. But yeah, shout out to shit. Shout out to the real niggas that are actually not toxic with their baby mamas. We like y'all. Keep yeah. that up, cause this shit just screams unnecessary. Kanye's a mess for that, but Man. that is it on the top uh, pop culture segment. Um, again, that. Girl, you know I got stories. I stories for days, girl. Okay, that wraps up the pop subculture segment. Make sure you follow us on the Uncensored Pod at gmail dot com. Uh, sorry, at the, at the Uncensored Pod on Instagram and on Twitter at Uncensored PSTD. 
email listen letters topics you want to discuss on the show we will to our gmail at the answer the pod at gmail.com we're gonna rock into our quick topic this week this is more just kind of uh kind of like a reset because i think it's the new year and i think we need to remember you know to be gentle with ourselves so the topic i will discuss really is just setting realistic intentions for the new year i don't like the word um, what's the word? Uh, resolutions. I'm more about my intentions, what I want to come for this year, what I want to improve on. Because I think resolutions is such a heavy um, commitment that, like, we got to realistic. We're trying to undo maybe, and for a lot of us, 30 plus years, 20 plus years of habit in a 12 month period. And that's just not what happens realistically. So um, one of the top, one of the resources that I uh, found on <clears throat> on is called Black Girls uh, Black Girls Nerds dot com is an article about set goals and not resolutions. So like set intentions and not resolutions. And I read this article and it was just really helpful for me personally because there's like three things I want to work on personally um, for this new year. And one of the things we talk about this all the time, all the time, all the time. Y'all gonna get tired of me saying this. But one of the things that has helped me kind of stay on course starting these goals is having a, a, a morning routine. And I, when I tell you, <laughs> it is not even like a full-up routine, but like just having three things you do every morning and it sets you up for you, what you need to get done. So like my um, intentions this year is just my, my eating habits. Like I've always, since, Shit, honestly, since high school, because I didn't even have to worry about my weight like that. I was an athlete. So since maybe high school, I just ate what the fuck I want to eat all the time. Like, I'm not proud of it. I used to eat, like, whatever the hell I want to eat. I didn't have to worry about it. But now that I'm getting older, I'm 30 years old, about to be 31 this year. Um, I have to be realistic when it comes to my food intake, what am I eating, when I'm eating it, those type of things. And that's one of my one of my biggest things that I'm focusing on this year. There's other things, but my main thing that I'm focusing on is that. And with, with that, I'm giving an example of setting realistic intentions with that. With that, realistically, I don't like to meal prep. So I'm not going to meal prep. But what I, for like all my meals, but what I will do is like plan my meals. So I decided myself to start off. You're not going to meal prep every week. We know this is a kid, but what you can do is write down what you plan on eating today. That's something that you can really commit to. It's not that hard or just say, hey, what I've eaten today. Just keep conscious about, okay, what I'm eating today. Because, like, I have a craving. Like, yesterday I had a craving for a burger. I haven't had a burger in, like, three weeks. I'm like, oh, I want a burger today. I'm having a burger for dinner. I planned that, though. So the rest of my meals that day was pretty pretty healthy. Like, you know, I had to put salads, my smoothies, and make sure my water intake up, and then I had my burger, and I felt good. Like, I didn't feel like I overindulged and was reckless, and also checking in to, is this craving or whatever is attached to emotion, too, because sometimes it is. But, like, realistically, no, I'm not going to be on full real, real meal prep meal. Realistically, what I can do is, yeah, I can kind of remember and plan out my meals as far as, like, well, I want a burger, I want some tacos, I want pizza, the meals that are kind of like high in carbs and shit, and then plan around it. Um, my question, Erica, is like, for you, is there any intentions you want to share that for you want to do this year? And then what's your realistic 
to um, realistic uh, intention to like uh, realistic um, actions to meet those intentions that you're cho- do, choosing to do? Yes. Yeah, so <clears throat> I have a couple. I actually want to like one big thing I want to start doing is because I have the time available now because I kind of work, I work from home. Like I yeah. eventually start going back in the office, but it'll probably be like once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, I want to get like a workout routine going. Like, I don't know if I want to do something like at home or if I want to do something in the gym. Yeah. That's one thing. And I also have been, uh, cause you know, I do a lot of like, I write, I write things down that I want to do. I've been wanting to start like a, like start a business, like starting, like doing like websites for companies. Cause that's some, that's what I do. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've like wrote, like I've written down, like, like little things that I want to do every month. Like, okay, I want to have this done. I want to have this done. Um, yeah. so those are two major things that I'm trying to do this year. Mm-hmm. Working out is something that is so hard to be consistent with. So like, Girl, yes. it's yes, like, yes. that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know if I want to break it up. Like, okay, on these days I work out at home because working out at home is kind of easier for me, but I don't yeah. have equipment I need. Cause I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I don't want to lose weight. So it's like I want to tone more. Yeah. Um, you know what app? Real quick, Erica. You know what app that I use? I think you were like is the called a Fit On app, and it has like realistic workouts, home workouts that you hook to your TV or your laptop. So like your laptop, pull up your laptop, mm-hmm. you cast it to your TV, and it has a personalized uh, also meal plan that comes with it regardless. Like it's free and it's free. So like um, Gabrielle Union was promoting it back in co- during COVID time. And that's how I found it. And when I tell you they have everything for you, so they give you like, what are you trying to do? You trying to lose weight? Trying to tone? So then they, how many times you trying to work out? Once a week, twice a week? How long do you want your workout to be? Fifteen minutes long, thirty minutes long? And they construct a weekly plan for like a twelve week plan for you. And that might help you when it comes to a realistic, you know, set of goals. You're not feeling like intimidated, like, oh, I got to come in every day and do a thirty minute it workout. I don't want to do it today. And it gives you so many variations of workouts, like yoga, Pilates, cardio, hit. It gives you like a variety so you don't get too burnt out and bored. Because I think that's a lot of, we all relate to that. And I, and I like that, like, for sure. I'm going to check that out because mm-hmm. that's something that's very important. And the thing also is with, like I said, I want to do like, you know, I want to like start like a small business. I don't have a deadline. It's not something that I put like, okay. On this day, I want to have everything set where I can launch it. Like, I might not launch it this year. I might not launch it till next year, but I put it on my list. Like, I want to plan everything out. So it's like having realistic intentions is really like not putting a date on something, but knowing that it's something that you want to do and having like milestones to things that you want to get done. But I didn't put an intentional date on when this is going to happen. I just don't like doing that because it's things that come like come in between what you're doing, they may stop that. So, and, yeah. and having a date, it makes me panic. Like having a, a due date, or something, it literally makes me panic. Like in school, due dates made me panic. Like, oh shit, this is due on this date. Like I don't like due dates. So I just, yeah. I just have milestones that I want to progress through and get through until. Yeah. And I think another thing that's keeping me on track is realizing how important, this is probably the first year I really realized I'd keep the hundred. Um, how important the first 90 days of the year is to set goals and intentions. It's not about like reaching a goal in 90 days. That's not what I'm talking about. It's about creating a habit. 
Yes. So like the first 90 days for me means for me when it comes to my eating habits. And another thing I'm working on is saving my money, um, better money management. Like I've um, been blessed with some money that I now have in my savings that I want to make sure I grow. And yes. this is an area that I'm like, oh, I'm not really knowledgeable about finances like that, like that. I wasn't. My mom taught me basic saving stuff about how she saves, but like now I'm learning so much about investing and all this good stuff. Like I said, and like I said, I started a business last year. So now it's like getting the full framework of those things. So it's a lot of that attention, but um, the first 90 days is about uh, creating um, healthy habits. And that's what I'm deciding to do because I know that I'm putting the work in, I'm sowing the seed. And maybe by next, and also, like you said, realistically, like maybe by the end of 2022, I might not be where I wanted to initially want to be, but I'm going to definitely be better than the first day of 2022. That's my goal. Like, I'm not going to be the same Zakia in the ways of my habits, how I move, how I think. And those internal work is crucial to do. So when you externally produce your businesses, your you say you build your money up, you, you work out, those things are more successful because you handle the mental side of a habit and you broke ba- barriers and stuff and just being gentle with yourself during that process. So like I like what you said about not giving yourself due dates because that is very intimidating. I gave myself hella due dates last year. And baby, I, I, I did not need it's time. <laughs> Like, you don't know, I did not see myself starting my business last year, Erica. Like, top of 2021, I wasn't thinking about starting a, 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 a food crane business. I wasn't a private chef, but I really wasn't. I just started working another catering thing, and it just blossomed from there. What I wanted to do was get my e-cookbook done. I didn't get it done because I didn't have time. So, like you said, Erica, like, it's still on my list of getting shit done. Like I'm still adding to it, but it just didn't happen last year. And I really thought it was going to happen. I, I had a date for my book to be released. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't do the, the date is like, as long as you doing like, you know, actively, even if it's here and there, you actively mm-hmm. doing little things. It's like, mm-hmm. but that due date, it's like something with me mentally, like seeing it be like, oh fuck. And it's like, I know I'm not going to get this done. And it discourages yep. me. So that's yes. why I just create milestones to, yeah. to get to my goal because I'd be stressed. <laughs> Girl, you and me both. Like, <laughs> I relate to that fully. <laughs> like, girl, we're not, you're not, not gonna, it's okay. But like you said, like, I like that about milestones instead of due dates. Like, so having milestones instead of due dates is a realistic, another realistic intention, realistic to meet your intentions of the new year. So one thing I want to leave about this topic with people is just um, when you write down, like for me, I didn't, I have a lot of things in my life. I want to improve. Let's keep it a buck. Okay. There's a lot of things I want to approve, but I just, I uh, brought it down to three things for me this year instead of a list, but I still wrote down a list of things I want to improve a long ass list. And what I did was I folded up, and I'm a Christian, so I put it in my Bible, my top of my Bible. Mm-hmm. And some days, the hard days, I look at that list, I remind myself, of like, girl, what you working for? Are you working towards this, 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 this? And I will remind myself daily on my three things, the three things I choose I want to really, you know, get better at immediately. And I make sure I remind myself on that. On the hard days, I'm not, uh, not encouraged. And now that I have a morning routine, Erica, 
I tell you, that shit has been changing <laughs> mentally for me. I've been able to manage high stress. Like right now, you know, I'm at home with the kids because of quarantine. I've been able to manage that way better than I have. Oh, place for the girl. Way better than Way better. Way better than that. I've been able to continue on my routine while I'm at home instead of working from home. Not, not being in person working. And it's all I have to say, not all that has to do with that. I did the work and decided to do a morning routine, but how the morning routine clears your head. Because my problem is I wake up and I'm like, shit, I got this, 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 this today. Yeah. But if I wake up, I'm like, okay, first thing you do is say gratitude. So thank you for another day. I give up, make my bed. I light some candles sometimes in my inset. I stretch and do my breathing exercises. So my, that's my morning routine right now. Uh, once it gets warmer, I go on my walk daily. I want to walk daily. I just like my walks. That really just kept me center. So I'm going back to doing my walks outside, being outside, because being outside in that fresh air, that sun does it for you. Yes. It oh does. my God. It does. That's, it why the winter, that's why the seasons like this be so like, huh, because the sun yeah. is it's cold. Like, it's cold. important when you have those months like when you have the sun you wait it's warm outside you're able to go outside like i i used to do it it's a track like like two blocks away from my house i used to walk to the track and then walk around like twice yeah yeah like, just to get some fresh air like you yes the fresh air the like, sun curtains getting like open your curtains and getting light you need that yes yes that's exactly what i do too now as i open my curtains up in the morning, make my bed, have my tea, and then I have a, a t I have a journal. And also with writing, Erin, because I know you like to write, I ended up realizing that I have like four journals. So I have a journal for, now I just started this new journal, of cooking journal. So I write my recipes out and I'll handwrite them out. And I also write about how I'm feeling that day when I created this recipe. The reason I decided to do that is I'm like, ooh, I would love to give this to my kids one day when I'm you know, going away and they have my recipes written down. Also, my grandkids and their kids can kind of connect with me through my recipes. And it kind of feel like, okay, what were you doing, my granny, at in 2022? You know, how was you feeling with this in case, you know, in case they need to go back and research that, uh, feel that thing. But I've done that also because I've been feeling a disconnect to my food blogging as of lately. So now I've been trying to connect back to my recipes and figure out where that disconnect is. And um, it's been really helpful for me. But with journals, I say to say this, with journals, it's okay to have multiple journals for different things. So you might have a journal that you write your aspiration dreams to. You might have a journal that is like a prayer journal. I have a prayer journal that has it written out for me. Like, so you write down your list, which you have to do a daily journal. I write in daily. You write what you need to do. What is your prayer for a day? It has a scripture that matches to it. And it has a to-do list that you can check off. And that's another journal I do daily mainly. And then I have one more journal that I just pour, like if I'm having a hard day, if I'm angry, if I'm happy. I just write how I'm feeling, but I have a journal for just my entrepreneur thoughts because I'm going to start a business. So it might be something like you wake up in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. Like, oh, that's a good ass idea. Yes. I write that down in my journal. Like, oh, let me write this down right quick yeah. because it also makes you remember it and it makes it more real. And you write on paper. It's like, okay, I'm going to attain this now. So having multiple journals i started that this last year really the cookie journal was this year but i started that last year and i love that it makes journaling more fun because i don't really care for journaling but it really helps when i get my thoughts off and all those things so having multiple journals is a good thing actually <laughs> like 
just, you know, different jobs for different things that you need to dive do to compartmentalize whatever you're feeling and what you're going through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, I just hope that well, people are listening right now, when it comes to this new year, just understand we're also coming off of a pandemic still. So <laughs> um, these are unprecedented times. This is not normal. Our oh. mothers didn't go through this. Our grandmothers didn't go through this. This is new. So like, be gentle with yourself, girl. If you are feeling like you're moving slower these last couple of weeks, this we are most likely all of us are. So just having gratitude and just being gentle with yourself those hard days, some things that help us, like I said, like you said, open the windows up, say doing breathing exercises, um, saying instead of gratitude, making a playlist. I have a playlist on my timeline, listening to music, dancing. All those things you can do just to kind of get you in the movement, to get the energy levels up, and then you tackle your day. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but just understand, girl, we all struggling. <laughs> like, you know, it ain't we, we here too. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. So, that wraps up our topic for the week. Uh, make sure you follow us, I said, on Instagram at the Answers of Pod. And then email us about your intentions. Maybe you want to share. We'll talk about it on our show. Our email address is theanswersapod at gmail.com. Um, before we leave, we do our checkout. Erica, what was you leave the people this week? <laughs> Girl, you know what? This was a lot okay? okay. okay. I thought about this because we ain't talk about this on the show. Ooh. I want to leave the people with. Miss Good, if you nasty, because my sister, my sister said he has been released back to the streets. Hey, <laughs> ask and you shall receive. Okay, she said them people was probably judging my good sis. Okay, they was probably trying her. I just want to lead the people with. I'm I'm a Christian woman, okay? Amen. I love the Lord. Amen. I love the Lord too. I never thought that this this marriage was gonna work for a long, long time, only because Megan Good is an actress. Okay. She she may be a Christian too. Okay, she's a Christian too, but she's an actress. That's her job. This is what she does. And he married her knowing that she was an actress. No. I may have to do parts that you may not agree with what you preach to, to the people, you know, to your segregation, but you know who I am. You knew this already. Yep. So I just feel like after I watch, I don't know if you watch this as a kid, but I watched hard. I did. I watched all, girl. And I felt like that was something that, that added to them getting a divorce. It may not have been the only factor, but I feel like that may have been something that was added to them getting a divorce. Yeah. Say, Megan, you good. Miss Good if you nasty. Okay? Miss Good if you if you nasty. If I'm nasty, Miss Good. What you say? Oh, thanks for that. My sister alone. Like I just I'm I'm happy that um she was able to leave a situation and I, I feel like she's healing. Like she she may not be healed, but it seems like she's doing 
good enough to to be outside to still do her job like she's still getting to her money this is something that she loves this is what she's passionate about this is her job like yeah i just something that she's just doing to get paid it's something that she's passionate about she's been doing this since she was a little kid yeah so i'm glad that she didn't let someone stop her from doing something that she loves so exactly no girl for that's for Megan. No, like, that's some real shit. And I thought, of, just to say what you said real quick, I did think it would have to do with her career. But the thing is, that's who she is. And the thing about religion and Christianity and the church, um, that's the problem sometimes with the church. Like, you, you run out of, you run people out of the church. And you're judgmental when it's literally said in the Bible not to judge people. And I've been wondering, have y'all read the Bible in the church? Because half, 90% of the stuff y'all doing, it it's ain't wrong. of God, ain't of God, it ain't of God at all. Oh, I forgot about that thing with the past that spit. Oh. Where my water at? Because <laughs> I'm drinking too much my wine. But I know you think about that. Like, people are crazy. Yeah, that's sick. That's too much. It's too much. I'm not even going to discuss it right now because I forgot about it and I don't really like getting that. But you're right, Erica. You're right. I think that um, maybe that had a little play. Not the only thing that brought the marriage in, but I right. think they've probably been battling with her career because she hasn't really been acting in much since she got no. married. I think it was, why did I get married? No, no. Uh, I think like a man. Yeah, that was probably, yeah, that was one of the last things that she really did. But I love her in Harlem. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! She do her thing in Harlem. Needs to come out. I can't wait. Girl, I'm ready. I'm ready. So I feel that. Well, yeah, I had to see the people with that because it was on my heart. Southside Miss Good. Who's Okay, I think I'm gonna leave. <laughs> it was a couple things I wanted to leave people with because I came in with my on my heart. But I think the whole, I'm going to go back to the Kanye situation and the uh-huh. um, situation with that. Um, all the, I'm speaking from a mother's point of view. Um, I don't leave with people, whoever's going through, if you feel like you're helpless, like you just can't get, get old, like get up off under that Negro thumb from whether he's a public figure or a likable person, because a lot of people, Kanye's not really likable all the way around, so he got some flaws. But a lot of this situation looks comes from Negroes that are loved by the public that sees no wrong, they're flawless, they're edgy, but they're real. And if you speak up out publicly, you're gonna look like the crazy bitch. Yes. Sis, my thing is, and I said this earlier, boundaries with him. Yes. And don't get charmed by his energy because he's a charming person. Don't get fooled by none of that. Boundaries work. Yes. It gets hard in the beginning. It's hard in the beginning. Hard but you've got to stick to it. <laughs> like, Michael, yeah, hard. I'm playing. No, but no, in all seriousness, boundaries is hard on both parties. Um, deal with your internal, deal with your truth problem deal with the fact that oh be okay if you still have some type of love for this negro that's normal sis if you are angry at this negro that's normal sis deal with those emotions but stay true to those boundaries because you deserve so much better than what you're selling it for right now 
You deserve it. It remind and tell yourself that you deserve it. I don't care if you dealt with this nigga and you knew he was crazy and you dealt with him. You still deserve better. Cause I know sometimes you'd be like, I kinda knew he was wild. What is this thing growing? I gotta make my that don't mean nothing, sis. That don't take away your worth. That don't take away your value. You are so worthy to be loved properly, and you're so worthy of respect from anybody that rush creates your presence, including the baby father. Yes. So stick to it. Realize your worth, and I mean that knowing like I deserve this, and you do deserve it. So if you need to hear that, sis, you deserve it, sis. Period. You deserve it. Let That's what I believe the people with. <laughs> yes. Preach. Oh, amen. Take it to church. Amen. Okay. <laughs> Thank you again, you guys, for ladies, guys, and ladies, and thems, and non-binaries. Everybody, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to us to another year. We're in here for another year. We have so much more content to share. I cannot wait to share. Um, please follow us. All, also, our Instagram handles. Erica's handle is at Erica C underscore underscore. And then mine is at the Mothering Skill on Instagram. Hop in our inboxes. Tell us what you think about these episodes. And we're going to post all the resources we talked about in this show in the description. Thank you again for listening this week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>